The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. This episode is sponsored by UnityVillage.org. Songwriter Karen Drucker returns to Unity Village with A Woman's Time Out Retreat, September 19th to 22nd. Learn more at UnityVillage.org forward slash events calendar. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Coach Mo Fall, and it's soul-powered career time. This episode is going to delight, excite, and inspire you on all things career, soul, consciousness, executive life, how to navigate the complex world of you as a professional woman, as you as a badass woman in the world. Soul-powered careers, it's time. This episode is for you. All here for another wonderful episode of Soul Powered Careers. As I just said, I cover all topics related to your soul, your soul power, and your career. And in this episode, we're going to specifically talk about what is it to feel your soul and how in the world can you identify your soul through a special technique that I use that helps you realize who you always have been. And this is a really, really interesting topic. I love this topic. And this is where a lot of our clients have their first aha moment. And I'm going to take you through the exact thing we do. We take our clients through in the first week of our kick-ass career workshop. If you're new to my work, I'm career coach Mo Fall. I've been a high-level executive many times in my career. And several years ago, I wanted to have a greater impact to help professional women advance their careers. So now I take women through a very proven formula with over... 2,000 women who've been through, and we help women not only bring their souls back to life, but land a dream job and a dream career that fits them like a hand in a glove. Perfect match for what you bring to the table with education, expertise, and experience. Perfect match for where you ought to be financially. Perfect match for culture and company match for who you are and what your sensibilities are, the type of company that would fit you best. In this episode, we're going to talk about your childhood self. That is the self that reveals to us who we truly are. Now, I will tell you this, of all the clients I've coached over the years of doing this, and typically this exercise is something I bring when I talk to corporations and and leaders in corporations, it's a very interesting aspect of who we are at the soul level. And let me explain first so that you truly appreciate who you are as a human. You know, in our first six or seven years of life, we are the essence of who we are. And many cliches and many phrases have come around that say, we are the same person we were in second grade. We are the same person we were in the fifth grade. And I believe that to be true after working with thousands of professional women. I believe that to be true as a student of human nature and watching people over life. We have a certain essence about who we are in our first seven years of life that is truly who we are. Now, granted, 
nature versus nurture has always been a psychological paradigm. What controls who we ultimately become? Is it nature, what we are all about on our own, or is it the nurture or the environment, or maybe the lack of nurturing in the environment that causes us to be who we truly are? It's a combination of both, but I'll tell you, your superpowers are in the nature part of who you are. That soul essence was who you were as a young person. That soul essence is the power that can now fuel you as an adult. That version of you who enjoyed what she enjoyed, who wanted to be seen and recognized, who wanted to be helpful over certain things, who gravitated towards certain types of play or activities, that version of you is your soul power. Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. And I'm going to tell you, when I was recovering from my breast cancer, which was over 15 years ago now, it seems like it was just yesterday on many levels, I was away from work for four weeks plus. I should have been away for eight weeks, but you know me. When I was gone for those four weeks, it was the longest period of time I had not worked in my adult life. And I'm sure you can relate to the fact that when we're in our work mode, we're in the doingness of who we are. And even if we take a vacation or have time off, we don't really get into the depths of who we are at a deep, deep level. And oftentimes we're actually protecting that. So when I was away for four weeks healing from my double mastectomy, I had some very profound moments in my healing process. Not only was my physical body going through something it had never gone through before, healing from the double mastectomy, being treated for cancer, I was going through a massive internal review as well. And I made a pledge to myself that when I recovered, I wanted to do something different and unique and special. But you know what? I still had to have my career earn money and make money. And if you've heard my story before, I was actually diagnosed with breast cancer in the first several weeks of a dream job that I had just landed. I was in a dilemma. But my company was awesome to me. And really, to this day, I'm very grateful for all the support I got when I was going through my breast cancer journey. But back at home, I was reflecting and looking at who I'd been and who I really wanted to be and what brought me forward in life. And several aspects of who I am came to the forefront and I put those pieces together. And I'm going to offer this for you to contemplate and think about for your life. One aspect that I thought about was what made me choose being a nurse. When I was in high school, I joined a division of the Boy Scouts called the Explorers Club. And that was an avenue for exploring healthcare careers. And I was very interested in science and math. And I was pretty good at that stuff in high school, but I really wanted to explore the different types of careers. I've always been a curious human being and the different types of careers I was able to explore in the Explorers Club led me to really understand that nursing was going to be the best option for me because it was pretty general and I could do lots of things with it. And to be honest with you, I didn't feel I was as smart as some of the kids in high school 
who did much better on the SATs and felt like they were just that next level of smarter than me. They went to medical school and I'm not dissing myself at all. But there's an element of true natural intelligence that there was a level above that I didn't quite have. But I was a very practical person and I had a great personality. Matter of fact, my high school friends used to say that I would make a great politician's wife. (laughs) Those were the days when that was the way it was looked at. I always sort of took leadership positions and felt like I could rally the troops pretty well. As I'm reflecting on that, recovering from my breast cancer, looking at my life as a younger person, I realized that I do have a personality. And I've always been someone who can bring people forward and bring them together. And then I had an aha moment. As a young girl, 10 or 11 years old, I used to love riding my bike around the streets of Grand Rapids, Michigan, where we lived for three years. I loved rolling up and down the hills and speeding through and screeching my bike in the driveway of the neighborhoods. And I would notice kids who had bikes that were brand new. Sometimes they were much nicer bikes than what I was riding, yet they weren't happy on them. They didn't know how to ride them. They didn't feel free. They weren't really enjoying their bikes. And they had the the pink or the nice banana handlebars and the streamers coming off the handlebars. And yet they were grimacing and riding slow. And maybe they had their training wheels still on, not enjoying themselves. But I think they felt an obligation to ride their bikes and to at least pretend that they were going to enjoy them. Well, I used to go up to those kids with my little blue and white bike and say, aha, I can help them ride their bike better. I can help them enjoy their bike and enjoy riding a bike. And there was nothing more that I wanted than to have other kids riding bikes up and down the hills and enjoying things with me. So I invariably figured out how to help kids ride their bikes. Sometimes I would take their training wheels off if I felt they were ready for that. Sometimes I would keep one training wheel on. And I would sometimes keep the training wheels on the bike, but I would lift them up with their nuts and bolts and take them off the ground and basically say to them, hey, your training wheels are still on. And if you fall to the side or whatever, they'll catch you when you fall. And I'll be here right next to you. So I would run next to them. I would hold their seat. I would hold them running next to them, giving them all the certainty and confidence that I could muster up for myself. And I would coach them on how to pedal, pedal faster, how to really gain that sense of momentum on their bike so that they didn't feel that they were going to fall off. I did this time and time again with different kids around the neighborhood. And I really enjoyed watching a kid learn how to ride his or her bike. And it made me so happy to have had that achievement of making a kid ride his or her bike better and enjoy it. And then I had neighborhood kids that I could ride around with. It was a lot of fun. Well, one night, Late at night, it was dark, our doorbell rang, and my mom answered the door, and it was one of our neighbor's dads. Being the Catholic guilt-ridden kid that I was, I thought I was in trouble. This dad wanted to talk to me specifically, and of course, I was like, oh, no. Well, the dad came to thank me for helping his daughter ride her brand new bike, something he couldn't do. He wasn't able to teach her, and I will never forget, he placed a dime in the palm of my hand. And telling this story each time I've told it, I still feel the excitement and the thrill of being paid a dime for helping his daughter ride her bike and enjoy her bike. He was so grateful to me. And I felt so happy to be recognized by one of the dads in the neighborhood for doing something good. To be honest with you, I was always sort of a good kid and didn't really get into trouble. But growing up Catholic, you always thought you're in trouble. (laughs) 
So I really enjoyed the opportunity to be recognized for helping this kid ride her bike. And I thought I had a real talent there. And when I was recovering from my breast cancer, I recalled that entire story. I realized that that's really who I am. And it's why I went into nursing in the first place. It's why I enjoy being a leader. It's why I enjoyed growing companies and helping people succeed because I have in me this exuberance and joy to be able to see if people aren't enjoying or going in their growth pattern to help them do that. And it's always been something I've had in me, whether it was riding bikes or teaching kids how to ride bikes in the neighborhood, or even being in high school and helping kids do better on their science or math tests. Even when I was in high school, I would always have friends who were cheerleaders and they didn't maybe know the football game or the basketball game well enough to know when to cheer. And I would coach them on knowing when to cheer. I've always been a coach. I've always been a little girl who wanted others to do well and do better. And when I figured that out, I now went back to work. Okay, it was a little earlier than I should have, but I went back to work after my breast cancer with that sense of me having come back alive. And now I call it bringing your soul to work. So when I came back to work with that version of me, I now was making decisions faster I was more visible. I was taking on responsibilities. I was leading easier. I was communicating in meetings better. Everything about my responsibilities as a national director just seemed easier to me. All of a sudden, I was lit up from inside and able to really function at a higher level. I did so well in that job. I was paid more than I ever thought I could be paid. And I really, really enjoyed that job. It was with heartbreak that I was passed over for a promotion though, because politically someone else was in the queue for a promotion. And they told me my promotion would be coming someday soon. But very soon after that happened, I was reached out by a recruiter for an opportunity that was something that was bigger and better than I ever imagined. And I know that showing up with my soul, showing up brightly, having more confidence in who I was as a leader, showing up differently, and just being more free and easy with who I am and who I was, allowed my career to soar to a level that was beyond my imagination. And I knew I was ready for more in that next new job that I did land. But for today, I want you to dig deep back into who you were as a young person. What did you enjoy doing and how has that informed who you are? If you've liked this episode and you're interested in doing uh, good work with us, if you're a professional woman in your mid-career, book a complimentary career clarity call at mofall.com slash talk. And we can help line you up with one of my career breakthrough strategists who are experts at really diving into what's going on in your career and what might be next for you. We'd love the opportunity to talk with you. And if we can work with you and help you soar to the next level, we've got a proven formula and a team of experts who can really help you do that. This is Coach Mo Fall. This is Soul Powered Careers. And if you want a soul powered career and you're a professional woman, mid-career, Book your complimentary career clarity call with us at mofall.com slash talk. This is mofall, mofall.com, everywhere on social media. We'll see you on the next episode. Please make a commitment for yourself today to have a soul-powered career. See you next time. I'm so glad we spent this soul-powered time together. It's now time to take action. If you're a client of mine, go back in the modules. If you're not a client of mine, take the time for yourself for a complimentary career clarity call with one of my awesome 
career breakthrough strategists, coaches, and you will get clarity on exactly what is vexing you and troubling you in your career. Why are you not getting ahead? Don't tolerate anything less than you expressing yourself at the highest level. Coach Mo says, book your call, mofall.com slash talk. We will see you on the next episode of Soul Powered Careers. We hope you've learned from this. Please make a comment, a review, or otherwise let us know what you thought of this episode. Visiting me at all my social media channels, mofall.com, Coach Mo on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, everywhere you want to be seen. Come visit me. I'm Michelle Phillips, a celebrity makeup artist, beauty expert, self-confidence coach, and Hay House author. My podcast, Beauty and Beyond, is the place for women navigating the challenges of the aging process. Listen in for my professional advice, as well as my expert guests, as we share valuable tips, practical tools, and empowering resources to help you not only look amazing, but also live an amazing life part of the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network and available wherever you get your podcasts.